Peter stood on the balcony of his palace, overlooking the city that thrived before him. The air smelled of exotic spices and soft, rich fabric. The air was warm and still, creating a comforting blanket in the pleasant months of June. From his palace, he could hear the soft chatter and laughter of the people that snaked through the streets below him. The soft rumble of cartwheels on the cobbled streets set in a thick layer of comforting peace. The sun was disappearing beyond the horizon, painting the sky a river of watercolors. The pinks and golds washed over the city and all its people, spilling through the streets and houses. Peter looked westward to a whole other world that had changed everything. He looked westward to where opportunity wafted through the air, to where ideas of success danced across the sky. He looked westward, thanking it for a promising future and being the origin of a great empire he had grown from a garden of dust. The year is 1697, and the heir to the Russian throne, Peter, had decided to travel to Europe. As he traveled, Peter discovered the world of technology that was within the Russians' grasp that they had seemingly never reached for. The Europeans had such rich and fine culture, with such a strange yet effective way to govern. Peter became obsessed with their ways, eventually changing the whole Russian world forever. Russia had just moved to Moscow. Word that Tsar Peter was westernizing Russia danced through the streets. Her family had moved here in hopes of better trade opportunities and less chance of serfdom. Anna had heard that Peter was making new proclamations of how nobles were to dress and what they were to do. She had heard from the vendors on the street that he was bringing Europe's technology and culture to Russia. Anna didn't believe that a new culture was being forced upon them. She also didn't believe that Peter would get far in changing Russia's unchangeable culture. Anna was wrong. It was only three years later that Tsar Peter went to war with Sweden over land for a more modern capital. He had even expanded Russia to gain warm water ports. Westernization had rooted itself through the strong cobblestones of past Russian culture. European ways had set in, new clothing was being sold from the vendors, new merchants crowded into the streets to sell their new quarry. Moscow had become rich with European culture, not limited by clothes, food, and literature. Just the other week, when rebels tried to overthrow him, he nailed their rotting corpses to the walls of his castle. They had been there for the past three weeks, rotting and releasing the stench of misfortune. Russia was now so rich with Western culture and modernization, anyone could practically taste it. After 1709, when Russia had finally won against Sweden, St. Petersburg was born. It was built from the muddy swamp that occupied what would be a modern capital. 
Anna had known some of the peasants sent to drain the swamp, and after, they had been forced into serfdom. Anna's parents sent her away to a smaller town closer to St. Petersburg, hopefully where no one would look for serfs. Even from the hand-plowed fields and land of seeds, word of Peter still circulated. Legends of his navy and army swirled around the fires near dusk and hid in every corner of the town. Even Anna could admit it had been astonishing to hear, before the war, Peter's navy and army were built from the ground to the power that had defeated the Swedes. But the town Anna had lived for a short two years had become a ghost town. Its people had traveled to the borders that had been expanded in hopes of better land to farm and opportunities to escape the possibility of serfdom. One of the old farmers with worn hands and melted chocolate eyes had explained to Anna that China and Russia had agreed to the land above China as Russia's. The old man had smiled, filling Anna with a whisper of hope. His features full of wisdom, he assured, Russia will never again be the same after Tsar Peter. Anna had offered a tight smile back, wishing the old man and his family the best of luck as the last of the village moved away. Anna saw a new city every year. Serfdom had increased even more than it was before Tsar Peter and more people Anna knew were now serfs. But she had escaped the ominous claws of shadow that tore across Russia. Even after 1725, when Peter died, serfdom did not lose its suffocating grip. But in the bigger cities Anna moved, she heard they called him Peter the Great. Based off of the massive land he gained, how the trade had increasingly changed, and the modernization of Russia. Anna could agree to one thing, they said. Russia's unbreakable wall that had shunned the rest of the modern world had finally crumbled to dust. Mm -hmm.